Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast show. Today's going to be a unique episode because I actually have a guest, even though this is a teaching episode. Caitlin, can you say hello? Hello. So Caitlin Sherping is a friend of mine. I actually, originally I knew her mom. Her mom is a therapist and her mom and I are friends. And randomly, Caitlin stuck out to me at this new church that I've been attending, basically to just get more worship and more of the Lord. And her mom and I connected us and she was the girl that the Lord highlighted to me at this church. So from these conversations, I've really found out just more about how the Lord is working in Caitlin. And I felt like the Holy Spirit said, ask her to be a guest. Because her story is, I feel very similar to many of you, where we have struggles with lies, we have struggles with anxiety, and you know, we'll get counseling, we'll get prayer, but sometimes there's a lot of things that the Lord can actually do with us on our own and at home. And so how do we move through deliverance? What is deliverance and are they actually demons or is it really is a lie that just like floats in the air? And sometimes these spiritual concepts can just feel very hard for us to understand. Wouldn't you say, Caitlin? Yeah, for sure. And you have had even just visions to what the Lord Mm -hmm. has actually done with getting rid of some of these lies. And so Mm -hmm. I want you to talk about how the Lord shifted you and moved you out of the spirit of criticism, correct? Mm -hmm. That's the one that we're going to work on. There's a few of them, (laughs) Um, but that's the one that we feel that a lot of people struggle with where there's Mm -hmm. just, you criticize yourself, even kind of just like even self-hatred where we can just focus Mm -hmm. on beating ourselves up and we don't know how to get out of it. Even you can go to a counselor and they can help you. You can do CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. Very useful. One of the techniques that I will use with my clients is we'll break lies. We'll say, I break the lie that I'm no good in the name of Jesus. And then I declare that I am good. Mm-hmm. And I even have an episode very earlier on. It's called God help me with the stinking thinking. So mm-hmm. if you want to go back to the podcast, you can go to the original one and listen to that one. And it's really useful. It's very helpful, but it's very different when you actually get your own word from the Lord by yourself or whether you're at home or you're at church. Maybe first talk about, Caitlin, what have you struggled with? Talk to me a little bit about the, your anxiety struggles, mm-hmm. and then we'll get into what the Lord mm-hmm. has shown you with breaking mm-hmm. this. Yeah, absolutely. So I've struggled with anxiety ever since I was a really, really little kid. My mom diagnosed me with more just generalized anxiety, and I found out that I have pretty high social anxiety as well since then. And so that's just really caused so much noise and chatter Hmm. in my head all the time of just this constant noise, constant feedback, just thoughts and opinions and analyzing and like fear and literally everything that I do. Hmm. And I didn't realize how much that had held me captive until Hmm. a couple weeks ago. The big things, like if I'm making a big life decision, like in 
know, I'd feel a lot of fear and anxiety. Like, did I make the right one? Did I not? What did God want me to do? Can I hear the voice? Can I hear this direction? Yeah, constant shouting in my head sometimes. Like, it would be for me. Sometimes it would take the form of other people. Sometimes yeah. it would be voices that I didn't know where they came from. Okay. And there would be so much going on in my head. Yeah. And I didn't really realize it because that was just my life. That was kind of normal for me. Yeah. I didn't discern you which just, voices were which. I thought they were just all mine. Yeah, you've just gotten used to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I kind of just accepted that that was the way that my life would be. And it was very normal. And so, like, she just showed me that, no, there's actually a better way to live than that. And there's actually something better that he has for us, that he's the God of peace and not of confusion. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing, like, all of these thoughts would be contradicting each other and all of these voices would be contradicting each other all the time. I don't know where to go or what to do or who to listen to because I was just caught in all of these lies and all of these fears and just constantly analyzing. And I was, like, crying out to God so much that I had so much trouble hearing because I had so much chaos going on in my head. God is obviously greater than all of that chaos. Like, I was still very intimately connected to God, but there were just times where on my end, it was, like, so overwhelming. Yeah. of trying to discern which voices was God's and which ones were all the other chaos that I was hearing in my head. Yeah, so I hear confusion, mm-hmm. being overwhelmed, and then yeah. wanting to know which voice is from me, from God, or from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's super common. I think there's lots of people mm-hmm. that are feeling overwhelmed and have so many things going on. And then we also have these thoughts that are showing up. So you've been attending this church for a while that does, mm-hmm. they spend a lot of time in worship, a lot of time in prayer, where you're really just soaking in God's presence. So mm-hmm. to me, I feel like that has made a big impact on you mm-hmm. being able to kind of flush out some of these lies. Would you say that that's been helpful for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely been very helpful. I think a big key for me is just spending time with God and spending mm-hmm. extended time with God, just mm-hmm. really getting to know him. Because when we get to know who God is, we can see everything else so much more clearly. When we experience so much of God's light and his love and his joy and his grace and his mercy, we can more clearly see what's not and what's mm. not of his love, what's not of his light. And so that I think, has been the key of just spending time with him, spending time with him every single day. I start my mornings with prayer and just immediately go into the throne room of God right away in the morning to just anchor myself in him and to just even just reassure like my soul of like, this is the only voice that I must think. It's just establishing that pattern in my life of spending extended times in worship at but then also at home, I'm just spending time just me and him in my bedroom every single day and just like getting to grow that connection. What does that time look like mm-hmm. when you start in prayer? I feel like there's some people listening that are like, I need to do that. How do I do this? What What are you actually doing? And, and I want to encourage the listeners, there's no cookie cutter way to do this, but I can tell that there's curiosity there. Of, I want to know how I can actually do that. And when you say extended time, what does that mean? I think some busy moms are like, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But maybe just kind of share what that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. For me, extended period of time is like a minimum of a half an hour. Yes, immediately get out of bed get ready and then go right into spending time with God. And typically that starts 
me just talking to him about my day. I wake mm. up, my brain is going. Here's what work is like. Here's what mm-hmm. I have to talk to and plan and schedule out my whole day of like, okay, Jesus, here's my entire day. Here's all the thoughts in my head. And it feels like I'm just growing up mm-hmm. is a good way to describe it. My thoughts, growing up all my emotions and just like everything that I'm feeling in that moment so that I can actually be free and empty and have a clear head to receive what Jesus has for me back. Oh, that's so good. Shove all of our own stuff aside. It's still going to be there. It's Mm -hmm. still going to try to interrupt us. It's still going to like be banging at the door. It's still going to be there after we stop the conversation and it's Mm -hmm. just going to be distracting. So I found that honestly, like the first 15 minutes of my quiet time with God is me just ranting about my day yeah, <laughs> and yeah. just like to get that all out of my head. Yeah. And then it's like, once I do that, take a few deep breaths mm-hmm. and just calm down and be like, okay, God, that is all my stuff. That is all that I am coming to you with this morning. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you want to do with that? What do mm-hmm. you want to talk about? What's your perspective on all of this? And so sometimes that will look like reading scripture and talking to God about a Bible verse he brings to mind. Sometimes he'll be like, hey, Caitlin, that thing you talked to me, that work thing you talked to me about, that's really important. And there's actually a lie there and a fear there. Can we talk about that? Hmm. And so sometimes we'll talk about the things that I've already said that I want to talk about that are on my mind. Hmm. And that's a really great way to invite God into the everyday aspects of our life is when we can actually talk about the things that are relevant to us, talk about the things that we care about, the things we're invested in. Mm-hmm. And then we can actually invite God to talk to us about those things because God cares about them. And so I found that's such a really anchoring way to invite God into every part of my life going out of prayer and going to work of like, okay, talk to God about this work thing. Now I can actually and do that work thing as a yeah. way to worship God because he showed me how to do that, how that can be a form of worship. And so that's been, yeah, really so great. good. Talk to him about my daily life, really. Yeah, I love this. I love how you're saying that I'm growing up with God because we all are God's children. And a lot of times, especially as adults, we can come to this place where we forget that we're actually still God's children. And just being able to just humble ourselves and be little children just sitting at his feet so that we can learn. When we stop learning, that's when we kind of stop growing. So I'm anxious to hear you to share kind of what the Lord did with you with breaking off criticism. And this happened in a church service when you were in worship. And so I just want to read a couple verses to just lay our base before you share this, because I think some people are going to get set free even just by listening to it. Because where Revelations 19.10 says that the revelation of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So when he does something with one person, he will do it again. And part Part of her story that she's going to share, I actually received freedom myself. Mm. Not exactly the same way she did, but from her courage with being clear about her visions, I then was able to have courage in my visions and what the Lord did through me because I see things myself too, but I just think I'm super weird and crazy. But 
the Lord has been really showing me, nope, Heidi, you have a sanctified mind. Mm-hmm. What we imagine is actually if the Lord gives us these things. And I think some people can get caught up in like, oh no, you've got to get a Bible verse that says that this is that this is from the Lord. And that is true. We do need to actually go to the word. We have to weigh what he says. But the other thing I would just really encourage the listeners to look at is the fruit. Mm-hmm. What's the fruit from it? The fruit is peace. Let's take that and back it up and see, okay, I think the Lord's actually doing something here. Instead of really getting caught up in the fear of what if this isn't God? Here's my question. What if it is? I think that's the question that we need to ask more is what if it is God and look at the fruit. Mark 3.15 says that we have authority to cast out the demons. And then Luke 8.30 is where Jesus is talking to talking to Legion and saying, Jesus said, what is your name? And he said, Legion, for many demons had entered him. And that's when he cast out all of the demons in and they went into the Bay of Pigs and they all ran over the cliff and they died. And so it was a regular thing for Jesus to actually cast out demons. And I think in the world, and even in the Christian world, we don't really understand, well, what are demons and what are lies and how do we know the difference? And here's what I would say. What does it matter? If there's fruit and you experience God's peace, there's freedom. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. And so I think the details of it don't necessarily matter unless they matter to you for your freedom. And that's what I want to encourage listeners to really listen to is like, what is it that you need? Take what you need out of it. And then one of my favorite verses is Matthew 10, 8, where he says, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leopard cast out demons freely you've received okay so freely you've received from me now freely you give that's really what God wants us to do is mm-hmm. to be able to receive him receive his freedom and do all this stuff ourselves. so we're not these clogged up vessels with all these lies yeah. so go ahead and share what God did and mm-hmm. how he really delivered you from this lie that is so good Heidi thank you so much yeah I just want to say thank you for having me on this podcast like I'm so excited to share what God is doing in my life because it's so good because he is so good mm-hmm. and so yeah I was just praying in worship one day and I think it was a really anxious day where I just was fidgety had a lot going on and just had not like sit still for my life and was constantly like tapping my feet and my fingers and my heart was racing just one of those anxious days and I was praying to God asking God like why am I so anxious all the time why do I hear all of these voices constantly like criticizing me and it was you know what was interesting about some of the voices is that I knew that they weren't from me that you read in John of like the sheep recognize their shepherd's voice so some of them I knew this isn't my voice where is it coming from it's very much like outside of me shouting in And so as I was asking God and praying about that, I got this image of a younger version of me. I was standing in a white field and it was this younger kind of ghost-like image where she was transparent, but also solid, but also white and clear, but not see-through. It's kind of hard to describe what she looked like, Um, but her eyes were completely white and opaque and she was kind of staring at nothing. And Jesus, and I just this is the spirit of criticism over your life. This is the embodiment. This is the representation. This is what it looks like. This is the actual spirit that is over you. And I just remember going up to that spirit and kneeling down before her and saying, I don't actually need you anymore. I found a better way and Jesus is a better way. I am safe. Thank you for trying to protect me all these years, but I don't need you anymore. Mm -hmm. 
And so as soon as I said that, then Jesus came and took that spirit by the hand and set her on fire. And that's one thing that I've learned that Jesus really loves to do. He loves <laughs> to set things on fire with his love. Like we read in Revelation that his eyes are like fire. Yeah. And that to be so true of like when there are things that are attacking us, or in things that are yeah hurting us against God's will. He has this active loving fire in his eyes to protect mm. what it is and to protect love. And so he is set that um yeah distorted, twisted, like critical like spirit on fire and burned her to ash. And then wow. from those ashes he actually created a new spirit because Jesus makes all things new. And so he never, when he takes away, he never, you know, leaves us empty because that's like the strong man in the gospels where seven demons leave him, but nothing comes to fill that house. Nothing comes to replace it. So all those demons end up coming back. And mm -hmm. so Jesus actually like created something new from the ashes. And I think that one was a spirit of joy or the spirit of love. One of those two, um, there's been a lot of different spirits that he's walking through a very similar process and said, Caitlin, this is the spirit of joy. Do you accept her in place mm. of criticism? And I said, yes. And the little girl was such a happy version of me. It was Aww. like he represented so well of like the original creation of me, of like who God designed me to be and wow. who he wanted me to be. And she was just like jumping up and down and like super happy and her eyes were so bright <laughs> and full of love and just joy and as soon as I said yes she jumped into my arms and entered into my heart mm. and became a part of me mm. to that place of criticism ever since then I have not heard that specific voice of criticism wow. again there have been other voices that have come from either pain or wounds or hurt in my past that have mm. latched onto me or that were assigned to me at birth or other spirits that I've struggled with. But like that one, yeah, God gave joy in its place and his good gifts can never be taken away. Once we accept them, just experience that freedom of like, wow, I don't have to be so critical of myself anymore. I don't have to be constantly on edge, fearing and waiting attack because there's nothing there anymore. If you don't believe in spirits or demons, that's fine. But even to just say like, okay, this these lies are represented as this thing. Jesus, I don't want them anymore. Can you please burn them up mm -hmm. and give me your truth back? It's so powerful and images just really help make it tangible. And that's something I found in my life of experiencing those visions. It just gives me a tangible representation. It gives me memories. It gives me something to go back to of like, see, God did that. So whenever so, something comes back against me, I can be like, no, God did that. Yeah. What would you say were some of the negative lies that you had from the spirit of criticism? What were some mm -hmm. of the things that she would say to you? It would just feel a lot of, yeah, like, why did you do it that way? Didn't you know you could have done it that way? Someone's mm -hmm. going to hate, someone's going to hate you for doing this way. Don't you know you're too loud? Don't you know you're too bossy? Why don't you speak up more? Why are you so afraid? Even though it made me afraid, it was criticizing me for being afraid. And so just that constant yeah, negativity for everything that I do. Of, oh, I bet they're thinking this about you. Oh, they're thinking that about you. Mm -hmm. Oh, if you do this, they're going to think that. And just constantly like pointing that finger. 
at me or at other people and just making me feel really trapped. And what do you hear now? That's a great question. Of I just hear so much love and acceptance from the Father and from Jesus that like that unconditional love that God loves us from everlasting to everlasting and his love is not dependent on what we do but on who he's created us to be he created us to be loved he created us so that he could love us and so that's not going to change no matter what and there's so much joy and freedom in that of we don't have to bear the weight of the world anymore and what we do but that we can actually be free yeah and I really hear in what you're sharing is that this came from a knowing based on what you you kind of started by sharing how you start every day, spending time with him, getting to know him, mm-hmm. either being in the word or in worship or just talking to him, mm-hmm. that he was teaching you and showing you his heart. So mm-hmm. when this happened in worship, you knew him more to be able to know what his heart was for you, right? I think sometimes we can stay caught in that criticism because that's who we're spending time with. We're spending time with our own spirit of criticism or whatever we want to call it, the lies in our head, and we're not spending enough time with hearing from the spirit of truth, hearing Mm -hmm. from Jesus, what Jesus actually says from us. So that doesn't mean that I don't want anybody to get defeated that you have to like spend hours and hours with God. But even if you can take like a couple verses that say we are created in God's image. I am created in God's image. You know, when you said he brought you back to the original image, the original intent of how he created and designed you was absolutely stunning and beautiful. I mean, I could just see you lit up, so joyful. And even just when you're describing, I can feel the joy coming from you originally from the father and like that's mm-hmm. how he made us and so even mm-hmm. if we can just meditate on a couple verses that really pull out the gold of how god designed us to be and mm-hmm. that can start to become stronger for the lies to leave what was encouraging for me and i know that it seems kind of creepy but when you described what the spirit looked like i was like oh that was actually very helpful even just when you described her eyes like being Mm -hmm. kind of looking at nothing i mean that Mm -hmm. sounds like a demon when you described it i was like well that's what i would think they'd look like if you'd look Mm -hmm. at them a lot of people think that demons will look like you know black and creepy looking which they do too you know or with fangs or sharp teeth or they're just scary looking and that is true But I do also think that the enemy takes things that we know and twists them. So he took you, so he takes your image, and then he twists you to make it look like you. So you just live your life thinking that all these lies are true because this girl who looks like you Mm -hmm. is saying all these things that you're not doing everything right. But when you started to spend more time with God and start talking to him and complaining to him, venting to him, he then showed you Mm -hmm. that this girl wasn't actually you but it Mm -hmm. happened from you surrendering to him slowing down to be Mm -hmm. able to actually see that that was a lie Mm -hmm. so i'd love it if you could pray for the listeners to receive Mm -hmm. freedom from their own spirit of criticism and for them Mm -hmm. to receive their original intent and that spirit of joy that you received Mm -hmm. absolutely it would be my pleasure Yeah. So dear Jesus, just thank you so much for this time that I get to spend with my friend Heidi today. Thank you that we get to 
come together and just talk about you that we just get to fangirl over the goodness that you are and how lovely that you are and how good your freedom feels. And so God, I pray for all of the listeners listening here today that you can just come and they can know how gently you deal with them, that your ways aren't harsh, your ways aren't critical, they're not mean, they're not judgmental, that your instructions don't have a sting to them, that your discipline isn't going to beat them down, but it's going to lift them up. And so God, I pray that they can get to know you and your gentle kindness and your gentle ways, that you know everything about them and you're yeah, you don't hate it. You actually love them, that you love every single thing that they do. And you love every single aspect of who they are because they are your good creation. They're your very good creation. And you created them with a specific purpose and with a specific design to just receive your love because you love them because that is who you are. Like you are love. And so God, I just pray that you untangle all the lies in their heads going on in their hearts that you've just come and filled those wounded broken places where all those lies have come in that have been such strongholds for the enemy that you can just like come and just gently lead them to a better way that they actually don't have to live there anymore but that they can be radiant with truth and with love and that life is actually possible So God, I just pray that these listeners will just take the first step of just saying like, God, I don't want to live this way anymore. I want your way. And God, we trust you to take it from there like you're faithful. When your children ask you for a gift, you're a good father who will give it. And so God, I just just pray that you walk with all of these listeners as this is a journey that can happen immediately, but it's a journey of like walking in that truth and freedom of reminding our souls that we are free and we don't actually hear these voices anymore, that they're not a part of us anymore. And so God, walk beside us, be with us, and just be the good father and the good friend that we know that you are. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. So I wanted to share a vision that I had when you were praying, Mm -hmm. as you were praying for whatever to leave. I saw Mm -hmm. all of you listeners, each one individually with almost like these black boxes or like gift boxes. Even some of them were musical boxes that they kind of look like something that we'd have when we were little. And I saw them leaving the circle and they were all coming out and they were leaving. Mm -hmm. And as they were all just shooting out and leaving these black boxes, Jesus was there, and then Jesus was there literally handing out light boxes, these light gift boxes, and they were all, he just kept giving them out. And what was so unique about these gift boxes is that they they might look small, but they expand. Mm-hmm. And in each gift box, there's more and more, and that this light doesn't ever end, this light doesn't ever mm-hmm. stop, and it just expands. And so that's what I saw. So each one of you listeners are receiving God's light, his joy, his goodness, and it's going to continue to expand. So the freedom that you receive today, even though it feels good today, he's going to keep expanding that and he's going to keep doing more. This has been really awesome to have you on, Caitlin, and just Mm -hmm. really share what you represent is really what all of us kind of what we can do and how there's just that hope of laying down our life and actually having this 
fellowship with the Lord in a normal way. Mm-hmm. It's not weird. We still want to get prayer. We still want counseling, but we need to have this time with the Lord to get the specific unique word for us or unique picture that he's actually giving us uniquely instead of always just getting it from someone else. It's really wonderful to be a daughter or a son where you're getting the specific word from him for you. And so I know that that's going to happen with you listeners. So it's really encouraging to hear. I want you to come back and to hear her again because she has some other things to release as well and we can't have, you know, hour and a half shows. So (laughs) we're going to do the spirit of criticism today, but we also have the spirit of judgment. And what were some of the other ones? Has spirit of fear there. We have spirit of confusion, mm-hmm. spirit of distortion, and a couple other ones. I will have Caitlin on again to release some more of these images and visuals that she had. Um, and then for anyone who's just kind of struggling with hesitating and thinking, why don't you just go to the Lord on it? I really would just encourage you to go to the Lord and just ask Him about it, um, and even ask Him to give you vision and ask Him to give you things to be able to see. Kind of like with me, people who were judgy actually stopped me and halting me from believing that some of the things that I was seeing was actually from him. So when I met Caitlin and her and I talked, it really just gave me this enthusiasm and encouragement that I'm actually seeing things that the Lord has sanctified and that he's given it to me to actually help other people, to release to other people, but mostly for myself, so that I can really encourage myself when I get these crazy visions that I get. They're actually not crazy. And same with you guys, like we are not crazy, it's not weird, but we don't want it to go into the new age. We actually want it to be with the kingdom of God and we want more people In the kingdom, we want more Christians to be able to be encouraged that God is a very unique God. There's no God in a box, and he does be more than what we could imagine. And he can heal us in many different ways. So I just pray that this episode encourages you. I want to encourage you to come back for more when I have Caitlin on again, and then you can hear how old she is. But I also I want you guys to guess, <laughs> to guess how old she is in between and let me know how old you think she is, because I definitely hear a lot of wisdom in her voice, and it's there's a lot of confidence there um, as she's super honest with the anxiety that shows up, which is mm-hmm. what we all need to be doing. So thank you, mm-hmm. Caitlin, for coming on today. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for having me. This was an absolute joy. Yay, that's awesome. All right, we'll have a wonderful week and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.